Hello, hello. Welcome to episode three of our China Tech series, season two. So today we will talk about an industry、uh, that may be not、um, so familiar to the audience, especially in United States, which is the coffee industry in China. And today we'll most focus on the、um, coffee shops. So this includes the chain and indie. Coffee shops in China. I will share the show notes later with the episode, so you can click on all the links and look at the charts and data that I mentioned in this episode. All right, so let's、um, take a closer look at the coffee industry in China. First of all,、uh, we look at the geographic data. So this is. Both China compared to the rest of the world, and also China itself, by、uh, distribution of、um, different cities and provinces. So first, let's look at some numbers here.、Um, in China, we they have a total of one hundred thousand coffee shops, and about five thousand of those are、um, Starbucks stores. And the biggest coffee city in China and also in the world is Shanghai, which has about seven thousand coffee shops now. One thousand of those are Starbucks, and the St- Starbucks chain has just been growing rapidly in China. The latest growth data we have is from the year twenty twenty, where we saw um eighty six increased um star. Newly established、uh, Starbucks stores in Shanghai, so that's about a ten percent growth there. And Shanghai surpassed Seoul, South Korea, in twenty fifteen as the city with the most Starbucks stores. Now、uh, let's look at the first link here. So this is、um, Starbucks stores by country.、Uh, we can tell that、uh, United States as the headquarter and where Starbucks started. They have the Largest number of stores,、uh, more than fifteen thousand. China and Japan are the second and third place here. Now let's look at the second link here. So this、um, chart on the web page shows us that、um, Starbucks、um, has been growing very、uh, steadily in the early two thousands. Uh, so their number has been growing from、uh, about two hundred to close to five hundred in from two thousand five to two thousand eleven, and during that period of time, almost、um, half of the stores are licensed rather than、uh, company owned. So what that means is these stores, I believe, they were run by a、um, Taiwanese company, food company,、um, while Having the physical locations in mainland China, and then starting in two thousand eleven or twelve, that's when Starbucks、uh, really started to take off in、uh, mainland China area. So here we can see the number has been growing at a rate of probably close to fifty percent for a few years, and then afterwards it's a linear growth. So we have. About one thousand stores in two thousand thirty and two thousand thirty thirteen, and all the way up to five thousand 
stocks in 2020. And here we can see that in 2018, we have this transition where the um, Taiwanese food holding company, they uh, gave up or the contract terminated. So all the licensed stores were converted to um, company operated stores. So that means currently all the um, Starbucks stores in China are directly operated by its um, parent company. And now let's look at the distribution of um, coffee shops, including Starbucks in China by city. So the third link is a page in Chinese, but I can read you the first chart here. So this one shows you that Shanghai, as we just talked about, has the largest number of um, stores. And about um, half of it is a chain store and the other half is independent coffee shops. And this is kind of surprising to read, but actually all the other big coffee cities in China, they all have more um, indie shops than uh, chain stores like, you know, Starbucks or Tim Hortons. So that means the indie coffee shop industry is actually more popular in um, tier one cities other than Shanghai or tier two cities in China. And then let's look at this uh, fourth link, which is a report drafted by Deloitte China about the um, fresh grounded coffee uh, industry in China. This is a very long and detailed report, um, so probably won't cover too much in this show here. Uh, it would just be um, nice to read it on your own if you can use um, Google Translate or some other software. It gives you all the detailed uh, rankings of each uh, major brand in China. Uh, here, I uh, took some interesting numbers from the report. So let's look at the second item here on the show notes. So here we can see some of the major um, foreign players in the China coffee shop industry. First place, uh, as we've just been talking about, is Starbucks with about 5,000 coffee shops. And then we have this chain called uh, Costa from UK, which has about 300 stores. And the other two uh, major players that might be well known to the uh, North American audience are Tim Hortons, which has about 100 coffee shops and um, Pete's Coffee. Uh, which I just started a few years ago. Now they have about uh, 25 stores in China. So among all of these um, pieces, the prices one and Starbucks, Tim Hortons cost are probably comparable with each other. Then let's look at the local major players in the China coffee industry. So the biggest one that we should talk about is Luckin which is the largest um, local chain in China. And the number I got said that Luckin currently has about uh, slightly less than 5,000 stores all over China. And the major difference between them and Starbucks is that Luckin um, relies more on uh, mobile ordering. So most of the orders are either ordered on their standalone apps or through the mini app they developed for the WeChat platform. And their store size is usually smaller compared to Starbucks without um, too 
many um, seeds for in-store consumption at all. So most of people, they're just order for um, pickup or takeaway there. And then there's another interesting rising star that we should pay attention to, which is called a manual coffee. So this is uh, somewhat a hybrid of uh, chain and indie coffee shops that started in Shanghai. Currently, it has about 200 store locations. Uh, most of them are in China, are in Shanghai, where is the chain started. So Manor, is, the store size is also similar compared to Luckin, so much smaller than Starbucks. And however, we if we look at the recent uh, fundraising data from uh, Manor, we can find something really interesting. So the average store value of a Manor coffee shop is about 12 million US dollars. That is um, three times the compared to Starbucks, which whose average uh, store value is about 4 million US dollars. And the business model of Manor is that they sell uh, indie coffee shop style coffee at rather affordable price. So if we compare uh, similar items in Manor versus Starbucks, for example, just like a regular latte, similar size, usually the Manor product is one or two US dollars cheaper than Starbucks and also they are really famous for their uh, sustainable discount, which means if you bring your own container, you get about another one US dollar of the product. So in because of many of the manor stores are near you know office buildings in big cities like Shanghai, a lot of the um, people like office workers who consumed um, coffee almost daily or twice a day, they are slowly switching to uh, manor coffee shops from uh, Starbucks, which might explain the high store uh, valuation here. And last, we'll talk about the um, instant coffee industry in China. So the high growth and the star player here is a company called uh, Sandunban or their uh, product name. So I attached a product link here. So even if you don't read Chinese, at least you can take a look at how their product looks. So here we can see that they are specializing in this um, freeze-dried um, instant coffee, where you have this um, coffee powder inside a uh, small um, plastic coffee cup style container. And if you pour the freeze-dried uh, coffee powder into uh, either water or milk, then you can instantly get a Americano or the latte. And the price is probably less than um, half of something you get at a coffee shop. And it's much faster since you don't need to travel to a coffee shop at all to get something uh, fresh made. So this um, brand, gained um, huge popularity in the past few years. And a lot of those are through um, social media, like people would post um, short videos or post about how they made the coffee just by their desks. Last, we will talk about the supply chain of coffee beans. 
in China. So here I attached a Wikipedia link on the show notes for item here. So you can see that coffee, uh, it's definitely not something that's uh, native to China. So how it first started, or at least how it first started in scale is that uh, Nestle, when probably the biggest, you know, instant and just coffee in general, um, buyer and supplier in the world, they started um, growing coffee beans in the Yunnan province, which is a southwestern province in China. So that really um, planted the seed for the coffee bean um, industry, farming industry in China. And after uh, a few years, or you could probably say a couple of decades, uh, when Starbucks uh, started their rapid global um, growth, they are looking for um, more sources of coffee bean imports since the original sources like, you know, Brazil and Vietnam can probably can't really catch up with their Starbucks rapid growth because they've been uh, mature for a while and probably reached their um, peak capacity. So during that time, uh, Yunnan province, besides in addition to being a major supplier to uh, Nestle and other like, you know, instant coffee makers, they also began to uh, supplying coffee beans to Starbucks and I read some uh, rough estimate that probably you can say more than a third of the coffee beans to Starbucks now are um, grown in China, especially in the Yunnan province. And that also uh, kind of developed the indie coffee shop industry in China since um, the quantity of um, coffee bean growth and production in Yunnan province has been growing uh, like a fire in the past few decades, uh, quantity uh, eventually turns into focus on quality and people start experimenting with uh, single origin beans um, instead of just doing those mass produced uh, robusta beans for instant coffee or Arabic, regular Arabic beans for um, places like Starbucks, those big chain stores. So that kind of explains how uh, the indie coffee roastery and coffee shop can really take off in China. It's because they have the Yunnan province as the, their major supplier. So if you want to um, learn more about the coffee industry in China or any specific brands, definitely feel free to leave a comment or send me a message. I would love to do a follow-up episode in the future. And also, if you have any suggestions for uh, future topics for the China Tech series or other um, topics other than China Tech, also feel free to leave a comment or message me on the calling platform or other social platforms where you can find me. Thank you so much for tuning to this show, and I will see you guys soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye.